Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, this is Sam with News and Thoughts, part two of uh, February 12th, 2021, and Friday always has so much news where, you know, you have um, the Wednesday Night Wars and then getting ready for SmackDown and everything, so that's the reason why we've got a part two um, on sports today, Billy Kay expressed that she is hopeful that someday the Iconics will reunite. But she also talked about how brand lines right now separate them. Um, she didn't go into a whole lot of detail about what she or Peyton Royce are feeling right at this moment. I can't imagine that either one of them are feeling great. Um, Peyton Royce, from last summer's call, uh, you know, Vince McMahon said that he really wanted to push and felt that three women could carry them with the pandemic. He named Bailey, he named Bianca Belair, and he named Peyton Royce. Soon thereafter, the Iconics split up, and Peyton Royce really wasn't given, I didn't think, a huge push. Now, she was given a couple couple matches, and granted, they weren't great, but I think you had to give her more time. They then kind of threw her into a tag team with Lacey Evans. Then they kind of dropped that, and then they put them back together when they need them. And now... They've put Lacey Evans with Ric Flair and are giving her a push where, you know, she's going to take on Asuka at the next pay-per-view. So where does that leave Peyton Royce? I really don't know. Since they broke up, Billy Kay was then in October drafted to SmackDown. And she's been kind of a comedic relief. They let her wrestle 
I don't know, maybe two, three times. But that's it. She's been interfering in matches. She's been causing distractions. Um, I really like her and Bailey's work together. I think Bailey's can pretty much work with any anybody from what you read uh, from other wrestlers. She just has that personality. I am ready to start a Let's Put the Iconics movement uh, back together because they might as well. They're short on women's tag teams. They're short on legitimate women's tag teams. And the Iconics actually were. um, And they wanted to be a tag team. So you might as well just put them back together. Now, Kurt Angle, on his latest podcast, also revealed that Cedric Alexander got himself into a bit of trouble. Um, and after hearing this, it made a little bit more sense. Kurt Angle talked about how Vince McMahon came up with an idea. And Cedric Alexander was told to do something, and he kind of turned it down. He didn't really agree with it or believe in it or, or something. And he was punished for about six months. They didn't use him. Anything that was pitched for him was turned down. And it was almost like he was in the doghouse. Um, a lot of WWE superstars have never gotten back out of that doghouse. Lucky for him, he got a second chance with the Hurt Business. Actually, before that, with uh, Ricochet and Apollo Crews, but then now with the Hurt Business. And so it's turned out okay for him, but I can see where it could have been, went, like, really, really wrong. Uh, Finn Balor has been doing a lot of different media functions, uh, promoting TakeOver this Sunday, and he talked about he's still dealing with some lasting issues from his broken jaw. And he said that he really doesn't want to get hit in the face, that it is still hurting. Um, he doesn't have feeling in his bottom lip at all. And he said from his bottom lip down to his chin, he doesn't really have feeling. And he said you'll see him sometimes in matches rubbing his bottom lip or his chin area. He said it gets really dry and it's just hard um, to perform. So I I love Finn Balor, and I hate that he's having to go through this. I hope eventually he will get feeling, but I'm afraid these injuries are just adding up with him. I mean, man, oh, man. Uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter came out with the fact that it was Matt Cardona's and Chelsea Green's. New Year's Eve party. They were the hosts 
of the party that Steve Cutler and Deanna Perrazzo were attending when Steve Cutler got the COVID-19 um, virus and later Deanna came down with it. And supposedly that is the reason Steve Cutler was fired. I I just don't know if that story adds up with so many people having had COVID before. I mean, look at it. AJ Styles has had it. Drew McIntyre has had it. Ray and Dominic Mysterio have had it. Granted, they are higher up the food chain than what Steve Cutler was. Still not 100% sure that that's the reason why he's fired. But I would like to to know, you know, exactly what is going on. Now, speaking of Matt Cardona, he came out and said, no, he has not signed a long-term contract with Impact Wrestling. That right now, he wants to keep his options open. That's why you saw him in AEW. Now you've seen him in Impact Wrestling. He has, however, signed a short-term contract with Impact Wrestling for the next set of tapings. So you will see him on Impact Wrestling for a little bit longer. But he's he's not... I think he's still gun-shy. Of, you know, where he wants to go and what he wants to do. Um, and I I kind of don't blame him. Because he got in a long-term contract with WWE. And they really, they just, I don't know, they just didn't use him. Now, Davey Boy Smith Jr. has confirmed. It's been a rumor now for weeks. But he went ahead and confirmed it that he is in talks with the WWE and he doesn't know where those talks are going to go yet. Um, Matt Hardy. I thought it was a little funny that on Thursday he came out and you know, he he is really going all in on this big money Matt persona on both AEW and Impact Wrestling. And he has tweeted out that he is the king of Wednesdays and that he is the reason why AEW has taken off the way it is. So I am interested to see what Mr. Chris Jericho has to say about that. Um, these guys could have some pretty good battles, and, and I kind of would like to see that happen. Um, on After the Bell, Corey Graves' podcast, Corey Graves come out and said he actually wants the NXT Oscar back. He said he was down in NXT when she first came over. He was a commentator then. And he said she was packaged as this serious wrestler from Japan. Strong style, quick strikes, finished her opponents, 
and he said she was terrifying and that when she came out she had this aura and magic about her that people grasp onto and she was undefeated in NXT and then came up to the main roster and she was like that for a while he said you know he joked around about being scared of her but he said it, I was kind of being serious um she was kind of scary he said now they've kind of taken that edge away from her and he would like to see her get it back and become a formidable opponent and really take raw to a higher standard and i kind of agree um it's almost like what they did did to shana baser she was also this monster that had this aura about her that WWE is kind of stripped away now. And I think if they would have let both of them keep that, they would have had really strong women. Not saying that they don't. I mean, Becky Lynch is a strong woman. Bailey can be a strong woman. Uh definitely Sasha Banks is a strong woman. Not saying they don't Charlotte Flair. Uh not saying that they don't have strong personalities. But those two women, Shayna Baszler and Asuka, had different personalities than what we see now in the women, with Asuka being from Japan and having the strong style with the quick strikes, and then Shayna being from MMA and having the submission moves and the counter submission moves. I really think that that they could build something from both of them. WWE has announced that they've signed Christian Casanova. Now, he's been a seven-year wrestling veteran. Um, He currently is the limitless wrestling champion, but he's worked for Beyond and GCW and Evolve. And he has been one of the talents, along with Blake Christian, that so many people have wondered when they're going to get snapped up. And so he now has. He is going to be joining the upcoming Performance Center class, the very next one. And so we should see him in NXT pretty soon. People have been writing. I've seen them a couple different times on Twitter and one person has mentioned it to me about Alistair Black. Uh, on one of the podcasts earlier this week, I talked about how Thea Trinidad, uh, formerly Zelina Vega, her contract um, or her uh, non-compete is up this week. And that led someone to saying, what about Alistair Black? Well, you know, Alistair Black's last match was actually on October 12th of 2020. And 
Ringside News and Fightful have asked around. He's not getting brought up in any of the creative meetings anymore. Um, no one's pitching any ideas for him. There are no plans for him. So I don't know whether WWE's just going to let his contract run out without doing something for him. I don't know. But, I mean, think about it. Um, last summer, he was involved in the whole Rey Mysterio, um, Seth Rollins feud. He was taken up for uh, Buddy Murphy in in the beginning, and they did something to Aleister Black's eye. He came out. He had uh, the bandage on. He attacked Kevin Owens. Um, that's kind of where we left off. And we haven't seen anything. I think October 12th was when we saw Randy Orton knock on his door and we saw Aleister Black come out and attack Kevin Owens for Randy Orton. And so who knows when we'll see him again or if we'll see him in the WWE anytime soon or before his contract runs out. Um, I hate to even talk about this because it irritates me. WWE employees were expecting their annual bonuses from last year to come to them fairly soon. Their evaluations are coming up, and they were expecting to get raises or bonuses. Um, certain employees, and I'm not just talking about wrestlers, but certain employees that work for WWE have, if you hit this, then you get a bonus. Certain superstars, if they sell so much merchandise, they get a bonus, stuff like that. Well, WWE informed the employees that they will not be giving any raises or bonuses, and they have put, like, a freeze on an incentive payments, maybe, is what you would call it. Um, and they just... They irritate me. I hate to say that, um, but they do. They are continuing to make big revenue in every single quarter. They did not suffer any losses last year at all. And you would have thought that, that they would have with the pandemic. But see, the money that they spent on building the Thunderdome, the money that they spent in sprucing up the Performance Center, uh, turning the uh, NXT stage into the Capitol Wrestling Center, um, all of that money was already allocated 
for travel. Two live events for the crew, for the the set design, and for everything to be moved around the live event schedule. So all they did was take that money out of that particular area and used it to build out the Thunderdome or the Capitol Wrestling Center. So they didn't lose any money. Their merchandise sales actually went up. And for them to take this away from the employees that have stuck with them, and there have been employees, from what I understand, that have moved from Stanford, Connecticut, down to Orlando, Florida, so because they needed to be down there all week working. Then there are some employees that are flying back and forth, that are flying down on Thursday morning and staying until Monday you know, or well, Tuesday morning, I guess, Tuesday afternoon, and then flying by. And I just find that awful that they're going to take away their raises, going to take away their, their bonuses and everything. I just, I I can't believe it. Um, On Grilling JR, Jim Ross, um, talked about Rey Mysterio. And he was talking in the context of No Way Out in 2006. And that is where Randy Orton defeat um, Rey Mysterio. And he talked about how Rey Mysterio just couldn't get over in Vince's mind. No matter what he did, no matter what he tried, no matter if he left the WWE and got superstardom and came back, that Vince, just because of Rey Mysterio's size, could not get past that. And Rey Mysterio has became one of the most popular WWE superstars in history. And he is considered in the top three, if not number one, of the best luchadors in the world in history. And so... JR talked about how it was just unreal that Vince could not get past his size. That even though he did give Rey Mysterio the belt every once in a while, that had Vince bought into it and pushed Rey Mysterio as much as he did some other WWE superstars of that era, how much bigger would Rey Mysterio's name be in history, in WWE, and just overall? Could he have been one of those stars that transcended wrestling? 
could it have brought more eyeballs to WWE had he pushed him? And I just, I find that question interesting to ponder because you never know how big WWE could have gotten if they would have just pushed Rey Mysterio and brought the Latino community in, brought the luchador community in, brought um, people who are, are shorter in. Kids growing up would have saw some somebody like them and would have watched. And I just, I think that was a big, big, huge mistake. Do you? Do you think it was a mistake? You guys need to write me at wrestlingovertime at gmail.com. Tell me what you think of Rey Mysterio. Should he have been pushed? Was he just what he was? Was Vince right in pushing all of these giants? I mean, when you think about it, Vince would rather push someone like Lars Sullivan, who doesn't have very much training, over Rey Mysterio, who has forgotten more than, you know, most people know about wrestling. Let me know what you're thinking. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Wrestling Overtime. Let me know what you guys are thinking about and whether or not you think WWE could even be bigger if Vince McMahon would have only pushed him. Anyway. I'll talk to you soon, and I'll see you down the road. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.